It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Gridiron Blitz, 337, Oscar Lopez in the house. We will have no co-host today, but we're going solo. And on top of that, we're going to have a great interview with Tashay Winfrey of the IWFA um, Austin Ravens, formerly of the LFL Austin Acoustic and future uh, WFLA superstar. And she'll be here in, uh, in the No Joke Football Huddle in about 15 minutes. So don't forget, you guys, to subscribe on our podcast. You can do it on TuneIn, Player FM, Google Cast, Apple Pod, uh, iHeart, on Spotify, as well as on Global Women's Sports Radio, and as always right here at the Hub at Block Talk Radio. So thank you, everybody, for uh, subscribing and giving us a great rating and bringing awareness to women's tackle football all over the globe. I want to give a shout-out to uh, all the uh, amazing listeners in Australia, Canada, in Spain, as well as in the UK, uh, all our international fans as well, and then our normal fan, fan fanfare in North America, of course, Canada, uh, the U.S., and Mexico. Thank you, thank you for helping us out, uh, sharing the podcast, listening to the podcast, and giving us all that reach factor, especially on Chartable. We've been doing really great on Chartable. Um, it's one of the platforms that we use to measure our reach and audience reach, and we've been doing this for almost 10 years now. And we're almost at that level where we can break through to the top 300 in certain platforms. And that's a good sign given the fact that we do it once a week. Most other podcasts are done almost every other day or weekly. Um, but we've been doing it for a long, long time, once a week, every Tuesday, devoted to bring in awareness of women's tackle football globally as well as uh, domestically in the States. So if you missed anything that's happened this week, which if you did miss it, <laughs> you're living under a rock, uh, but – all I know is um, you, if you missed it, you missed a lot of women's tackle football, and I mean a lot. We had uh, championships in Finland, uh, week two in Sweden, and on top of that, we had week one in the Czech Republic. All that, uh, if you missed it, you go to the hub at facebook.com forward slash gridiron beauties. That is the place to be. Share it with your friends and do what you need to do. Um, we want to get to 10,000. We're at 80, almost 8,200 for likes and 8,600 for followers. So if you, uh, you know, want to share it with your friends on your normal gallery and your pa- on your, on your uh, posts and things like that on Facebook or Instagram, Snapchat, or at whatever platform you use, just let them know. Tune in, uh, copy the link, and paste it to your uh, gallery as well. Uh, thank you for everybody for uh, for subscribing and giving us a good rating as well. But uh, we're making headways on iHeart, Spotify, and Apple. So thank you to everybody that's been helping us out over the journey. Uh, But a great weekend of women's tackle football. 
and let's let's go there because this is where it's at. This is where the cream of the crop. We we're always involved with the WNFC. We're involved with the WFA here in the states, and and obviously those are the the top two caliber leagues that we'd follow on top of the regional aspects of of the games, which is the uh, the Icon Women's Football Association in general, and in the future here, obviously the women's um, women's football uh, association league, which is WFLA women's uh, that's going to kick off in 2021. So there'll be three leagues that we can follow. And then we also follow Mexico exclusively with Lexfa, uh, LaFi, FX Mexico, and then up North with the uh, WWCFL as well as the uh, Maritime. So there's a lot of football that we cover and that we exclusively do in the North American swing, but overseas it is big. And it is probably a, a great opportunity for everybody to dive in, go to the hub, facebook.com forward slash Grand Beauties. You can basically go back almost four weeks, almost six to seven weeks, and you can see what the excitement is all about. So this weekend, it was really exciting in Finland. The 2020 Maple League Championship happened this weekend. Helsinki wins their fourth championship against the Tampere Saints, 28-0, to zero, the shutout. Uh, shout out to MVP uh, Pia Kosinen out there, um, Janika, Nick Kander, and and Emma Yarn out there. They have just an amazing job. Fourth championship. Uh, Tampere had given them a loss during the regular season to zero, and this is literally a revenge win when it mattered most. And there it is. Helsinki retains and stays one of the top teams in the world, and this is the fourth championship in the Maple League in Finland the SAJL, and they win 28-0. to zero. Uh, Preview was done by Americaline Jalpalo, and you can get the link there as well. The live stream was an amazing live stream, and shout-out to uh, Rutu in Finland, plus AFI.TV, AmericanFootballInternational.TV, which did an amazing job there. You get some highlights there, some previews. Um, you get all the other things that you needed to know about the event that happened that day. And uh, like I said, shout out to all those network partners that network with us to bring you attention, to bring you awareness, to bring you the amazing sport that is women's American football. And we do it the best with the best network on the planet, the best network on the planet. I got to say that many of times because they do an amazing job of bringing us links, uh, photo stills, and a shout out to the photo stills by FSC, uh, FSC uh, Media in uh, Finland as well, who's given us all the platforms of that championship. So has, hats off to them. The other championship that happened in Finland was the Division One championship, and that was the Mileki um, uh, Bouncers, 28-8. They took on the Coda Eagles. It was a kind of a, uh, a game that we thought Coda was going to come in and really give them a match because they had done that during the regular season, uh, a 30-26 to loss to them. That was where the champs edged them. And we were, we were thinking last week when we had talked about it that uh, Kotka Eagles were going to come in and really did that. But unfortunately, defensively, the bouncers really stood, stood the ground. And you can catch the game, the full game, via YouTube on the McKelly Bouncers YouTube channel. You can go there. You get the link there at the hub at facebook.com for Sanskrit Iron Beauties as well. So uh, congratulations to the McKelly Bouncers and the Helsinki Wolverines for winning their fourth championship in a row. And then we jumped over to Sweden for that same weekend, week one recaps of the uh, women's south in the uh, 
in the Sweden division, which is the uh, division one. And, th- and then there's divisions uh, north and south in division, including the super series. But uh, division one recaps of the women's south division, John Kopi Spartans, 46 to zero shout out over Linham Griffins. And you can get the uh, kind of a preview there by JNYITE.SE. And then Copenhagen Tomahawks, 14 to six winners versus the, the Gothenburg Marvels. You get the preview by Lagit.TE as well. And then the week one recap of the uh, women's division north, Stockholm 39 to 14 versus Nordkampi. And then Sweden week two as well. That was Vasteri Rodiers. Uh, they were 58 to zero uh, over Nordkampi. Uh, Gothenburg versus Linham 54 to zero was the uh, final in this uh, week two action. And then week two in the Super Series, uh, courtesy of Live TV, and that was an, an awesome game. Uh, Orbro Black Knights coming off that first week loss. Um, it was hopefully a rebound here. It was going to be a tough event to come in and try to take over Orlando. Atlanta has played so well the last uh, uh, season or two, and they were coming in with the opening day. Uh, and so uh, the Live TV broadcast was Orlando Jets, Shutting out the Orbo Black Knights, seven to zero. Uh, we would we, we thought Orbo was going to like avoid a, an zero and two start at this point, but unfortunately they they fall to zero and two because they they lost to the Carlsbad um, Carlsbad uh, Crusaders led by uh, Sydney Green of the UK, uh, and so she was shipping on a standing game thirty nine to two alongside Gabby Knobs as well. And so Orbo falls to 0-2. Orlando will face these Karlstad Crusaders this coming week, week three, here in Sweden. So it's going to be a really good matchup. We'll see where we get some links and some YouTube highlights. We should be able to get some of the uh, uh, AFI. I'm pretty sure we'll have AFI TV take, take care of the coverage. So we're looking forward to that matchup in, coming up here in a couple in about a couple of days here. So check it out. If you don't anything, uh, you're going to find out where you're at, it's going to be the hub. Go to the hub, facebook.com forward slash grand views. You get all the details of what's happening, especially in Sweden right now. And then we're going to jump over to uh, the Czech Republic. And in a couple of weeks here, we are going to be in Gridiron, Queensland as well for that 11th uh, season that they're going to have. So a lot of action happening around the globe. And the place to be, like I said, is at the hub at facebook.com forward slash grand beauties. Share the uh, share the uh, the post, uh, you know, comment, and then also share the uh, link to the Gridiron Beauties page so everybody knows where to go and get that uh, going there. Uh, so shout out to, uh, like I said, Helsinki and uh, Milky uh, Bouncers for their championships. And you can go to our Instagram gallery page at Gridiron Beauties on Instagram, and you can get to see the nice photo there and the celebrated photo of Janika Kit- uh, Kitlander. Emma Yarn and uh, meet, uh, Tita, Tita Modenin, and they're all three of them are all excited for their championship win, which was really awesome as well. Um, some sad news uh, as we came on the air today: 2020 Women's Hall of Fame game was canceled due to COVID. It was supposed to happen this this December in Las Vegas, and that's not going to happen at this point this year. So it'll be maybe transferred over to 2021. So some of the details there. Uh, and it was a kind of disappointing because a lot of people liked it. I liked it. I was planning on heading over in December as well to have a great time there. What's the all-star game where you get a, a lot of the, you know, players from various leagues and various teams compete on an East versus West mentality. 
and it was really exciting times there. Plus, we have the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, which would have given us another uh, couple members to uh, put into the Hall of Fame. So we're going to have to wait for 2021 at this point. So the Women's Hall of Fame game is canceled at this point. Uh, and then if you did, if you missed it, if you're at the Hub, you didn't miss it. But if you were not at the Hub, you missed it. Uh, East Bay Women, the Conquer, Conquer campaign, the C-O-N-Q-E-H-E-R campaign, and that, that features Jennifer, uh, uh, Jen Welter, and then also Santia Deck of the WFLA uh, LA Fames. So they're the ambassadors basically for the East Bay Women uh, Conquer campaign. So check out the post there at the Hub. And then uh, we have a great post that we had with a question about it. The Brazilian Women's Soccer Team, uh, the Brazilian uh, Soccer Federation, announced that they're going to pay their players no different than the men's. It's kind of a battle that the team, uh, team USA women's team has been battling for a long, long time. And then after that post was made, uh, the English team, the England team, also decided that they were going to pay their players. So it's an interesting article there. It is something that to look forward to in the future, given uh, if the WNFC, WFLA, or the, even WFA gets to a point where maybe the NFL uh, supports it, then we're going to run into that same equality for pay structure. I know the WFLA is working towards that now. Um, we'll see how that pans out in the future. But interesting to see that the, on the soccer side, uh, everything's going to be equal and they're going to be paid the same level. Um, so that's a, a great news for uh, women's you know, equality at this point and fair, fair pay for everybody. So check out the article there, Brazilian uh, soccer pays women like men on the same pay scale, so check it out at the Hub. All right, uh, Utah Girls um, Utah Girls League is put up a, a lawsuit versus Utah, the state, uh, and obviously the organizations for the high schools. So their uh, case is going to be seen going, going in this, this week or next week. So we're looking forward to see what the outcome will be to have uh, girls participate in women's uh, tackle football in the state of Utah. It's going to be a great uh, thing if it does come out to be where they can put it in the high schools and the junior highs as well as, uh, you know, above above that level. So we're looking forward to the uh, outcome. And that article was there uh, courtesy of fox13now.com. So you can go there right now. And then uh, the documentary that's going to come out here, we had uh, Born to Play by Viri Lieberman. And now um, Sammy Grisofi sent me this uh, new documentary that they're doing featuring herself and some of our uh, Team USA uh, members, including Katie Sowers, open field documentary, and that will be uh, featured at the Austin, uh, Austin Film Festival October 22nd. So we'll get more details as we go forward. You can see the trailer there at open, uh, openfieldmovie.com. Uh, so you can get the link there, or you can follow Sammy Grisafi com- uh, completely on Instagram or Facebook, Sammy Grisafi there by the name. So looking forward to a lot of things happening in the next couple of weeks. We are going to still be in Sweden for most of the season there, uh, Division Division One, Division Two, uh, and then we're going to be obviously in the Czech Republic. And it's, uh, Berno Amazons exploded onto the scene this weekend. Uh, you can get all the highlights there. Thanks you to Fox Agency out of the Czech Republic for giving us the coverage and everything that happened in the opening weekend of the Czech Republic. So we'll have week two coming up here in a bit. But before we do that, we got to go into the No Joke Football Huddle, sponsored by Zazzle.com. You can go to Zazzle, save up to 25% off daily on T-shirts, leggings, and all the other good stuff 
Uh, you support the podcast by purchasing something like that. You also support another athlete that we can spotlight. Uh, check out our Instagram at No Joke Football. Check out our Twitter at No Joke Football. And check out our Facebook at No Joke Football. You can go to the shop tabs there or go to the links there and support us. If you get uh, Zazzle Black for about nine ninety nine, you get free shipping for 12 months in the U.S. So it's a great deal. All our tanks and T-shirts are really great quality, and they're low pricing, under $25, some of them even under $18. So take advantage of a tank top or a T-shirt. Help support the podcast. Thank you, Zazzle, for supporting us for almost eight years. They're the ones that keep this podcast alive and bring awareness to women's tackle football. So we need to support those that obviously support us and help us out in general. So check it out. Go to Zazzle.com forward slash Grand Beauties and get your gear. All right, let's go into the Noja Football Huddle. The worst. Expect greatness. Expect greatness. From our preparation to the way we perform to the way we shine. Expect greatness. Expect it from yourself. Expect it from your teammates. Expect it from this team. We fall. We kill. We eat. Hey, energy, emotion, play fast. And we got Tashay Winfrey in the house. Expect greatness, Tashay. What's going on? What's up, man? What's going on, Tashay? Nice to talk to you. Thanks for making the time. Hey, Tashay, uh, it's been a great weekend. You're in Vegas. Probably a lot of fluids, and you also get back-to-back wins after that nice uh, championship win in Texas. Swing by to Vegas. So what better way to do it? Of course. I, I feel like Vegas is the best spot to have another game at. It's the party central. <laughs> Too bad I'm not a partier, but, I mean, my team had a good time. Well, it was a, I think it was a great opportunity for both teams uh, because there's no season on their end. You guys had just a, a, somewhat of a regular season in a way. Um, but it was really exciting to see you guys uh, on the 8th jump onto the 11th, and I'm pretty sure you've played, played 11 as well because I know a lot of your teammates on the on the Ravens have played 11s at some point down, you know, in their career. So it was really nice that you can get hooked up with, you know, the tro- the Trojans who play normal 11 and you guys bumping up to that stage as well. Yeah, uh, definitely it was a great opportunity. I mean, uh, believe it or not, a lot of the girls on my team didn't have never played 11s before. So it was kind of like uh, getting an opportunity to play something different than what they're used to. We've had probably, mm-hmm. I mean, it was about 30 girls on our team, and maybe only like eight had actually played 11s before. So um, a lot of the girls were like former LFL, you know, just regular eight-man leagues. Um, so mm-hmm. they wanted to see what it would be like to actually play with 11s and I loved it. It was definitely uh, much more field for us to run on. <laughs> oh, of course, uh, it, yeah. It was, it was cool. Tashay, uh, what did you say of the outcome? I mean, we talked to Coach Devin Jones yesterday. He was very impressed with you, very impressed with your squad and the competition level, and then at the end to take it to overtime. Did you even think we're, you were going to go into overtime at this point? I mean – to be completely honest, I had no idea what to expect. Like I said, a lot of us had never played 11s before, so we didn't know what it was going to be like. We knew that we had a bunch of ballers on the team, and we knew that we were up for any challenge, but um, we definitely didn't know what to expect. Um, when we got there, we were just like, oh, God, these girls are big. <laughs> um, they were much bigger than us in, in, in pretty much every aspect. But, I mean, when you're a baller, you can, you'll, you can ball with anybody. It doesn't matter size. 
So it was like a matter of, you know, size versus speed, and it looks like the outcome speed actually took over. It was really a nice to see a competitive matchup because normally you get to see on 11s, you get to see a lot of blowouts. Um, either the you know one team's a way better team than the other in terms of fundamentals or coaching, but this really stood out. Um, we were basically monitoring the whole game. You guys are probably the only game in the in in on the globe. Like I told Kevin Jones, so you guys were on the spotlight in terms of you know football. Uh, we're trying to. I'm waiting for game film at this point. Hopefully, we get some game film. But um, your girl out there, Lalani, uh, Dream Six there. Gets the uh, you know the game winner at this point puts you guys ahead in fourteen to eight with the victory in overtime, so that's that's got to be exciting. Yeah, I mean pretty much the way that the last drive went um, before halftime, it was like we were moving the ball down the field, and of course at that particular place it didn't have an actual um, clock for us to see, so we had no idea how much time we had left. And the next thing you know, the ref was like, uh, "Overtime!" He's like, "What?" <laughs> Um, so we were just like, no, we were we were on it. Like, we were moving the ball down the field. Like, we wanted to actually continue. But um, it was one of – I think they did it, like, college rules or something. So mm-hmm. um, we deferred to actually go second. And it was a matter of pretty much who can, who can you know, put it in the end zone in. at the end of the game. Yeah. So uh, we got the opportunity and we took advantage of it. And that was that. <laughs> well, you know what, Coach – Devons was really uh, Lalani being as durable. That's literally because we're always talking about her speed, her agility, you know, all that stuff. And he was like, I was more shocked at the fact that she was so durable. You know what I mean? In terms of like <laughs> the hits and stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, shout out to Lalani for muscling up and giving the coach to sort of open his eyes up and stuff like. Because he's seen film of her and everything, you know. So when you see her on when you see her on film, she's a beast. But I guess when you see her live, it's a totally different aspect, and he was very impressed. Yeah, Leilani can get open anytime, and she's definitely a tough girl. She's not going to let anybody or anyone stop her from doing whatever she wants to do. So uh, that's definitely just her her mentality. I mean, she she has the, you know, dream big. That's what she does. Anything that she puts her mind to, she makes it happen. And shout-out to her because she's one of the receivers that um, anytime that I needed to get some field work in, she was there one call away and we were hitting the field together. So shout out to her for helping me get better as an athlete and as a quarterback. What a, what a moment for you uh, as well. And uh, like I said, the coach was really impressed with uh, your mechanics as well and everything else that you did during that, during that game time. So uh, what do you say with the Trojans? Pretty competitive, uh, very competitive in, in that sense for a one game, you know, one play end result. Um, and then, you know, the, their defense, no, it's no joke. I mean, they they are very stacked and they're very uh, disciplined too. So I've seen them live. Yeah. So that's a good a good you know nucleus for a football team when you're all on the same page. Absolutely. Like shout out to the Trojans too for giving us a great game. Um, even during our season in eight, like we pretty much were blowing out all of the teams that we played against. So we were looking for someone that we can actually compete with, and um, you know just pretty much open our eyes to see what we needed to work on, what we needed to do better, and, and that definitely was a team to do that. Um, like I said, they, they were a bunch of big girls, and all of them were freaking beasts. And I, I really enjoyed actually playing against them, and I can't wait to play against them again because I think they um, they have something set up so we can play them again. So be on the lookout for that in yeah. the future. Yeah, and, it's, it, you know, it just makes you better, right? I mean, you want to go at that uh, at a competitive level where everybody's on the same type of – level and 
and it makes you a better player all the way around. Um, to Shay, you you win this, uh, you know, you win the uh, IWFA championship in that shortened season with all the COVID things that are happening right now. Um, all that maneuvering and things, was it hard for you or is it just, you know, stay on course, follow the guidelines and just play, you know, like normal football and all that? Well, I mean, at first, when we first started training, um, it was really, really hard because it was brand new to the point where everybody had to be six feet apart. Um, and mm-hmm. when you're a group of people trying to play, you don't think about being six feet apart, you know? Um, so we mm-hmm. would sometimes get kicked off the field when we try to train or um, it was just a lot of, like, policing that happened. But eventually it got to a point where they were okay with it, um, just pretty much maintaining the distance and, and doing what we happened to do. Um, but once we were able to get up and going, um, the sky was the limit. I mean, we, we did a whole bunch of, like, sand training and conditioning and um, just pretty much perfecting the craft of, of our game. And it actually showed on the field. I mean, when, when a lot of teams were just waiting and seeing what they could do, we were actually training. So we had kind of, kind of like a head start, I would say, um, on, on getting things together and, and building chemistry as a team. Tashay, what do you say to Texas women, Texas girls? There's a lot of talent in Texas. <laughs> I'm telling you, oh, a lot yeah. of coaches I talk to. Oh, There's yeah. like eager I mean, beavers out there that want to play this game. Absolutely. I mean, I, me personally, I mean, I might be biased because I'm from Texas, but I feel like Texas has the best talent. I mean, I haven't seen oh, any yeah. other girls yet. I mean, I'm going to say yet because we haven't played everyone, but, I mean, I haven't seen any other girls that could actually stick with the, the Texas girls. So I think we have the best talent. <laughs> well, it's like live and breathe football, right? I mean, everybody's so pumped for it. They, it's it's, a, it's like a normal for everybody in Texas, right? If you don't play football, what are you doing, right? It's like that's yeah, the attitude almost. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we it's, it's it, great though, to mean... see that because, you know, the IWFA, nobody even knew what they who they are, but I kept telling everybody, this is the feeder system to the LFL. <laughs> it's like, and when yeah. he, when you guys started the Austin Acoustic, and the, and everybody started to see the progression, right? Because the first year, everybody's like, "Oh my God, these teams, this team is so lousy," right? But then you started to yeah. build that chemistry and start putting it together, and uh, you know, putting it all together, and then all of a sudden, you get to you, every year, you you improve to the point where you got into the playoffs, and you eventually get to the final year. Um, I mean, it was just one of those you know progression stages where everybody, all the fans, got excited, right? Here's a team that came from the bottom all the way almost to the top. And, I mean, you were part of that growth. Absolutely. I feel like, um, you know, just our time in the LFL, like I said, a lot of the girls that played on the Austin Ravens with me are former, you know, Austin Acoustic players. Um, So we kind of had some type of chemistry already. But um, it was just a different ball game when we were able to play for the IWFA because it just was able – we were able to get to that comfort level, you know. Um, In in the LFL, you know, there's a lot of – back-end things that we have to worry about, um, a lot of underground things. And, you know, we don't just get the opportunity to just focus merely on the game. Um, but with the Austin Ravens, you know, we were able to do that and at the same time be able to obtain some athletes that wouldn't have been able to play in the LFL, which made the game totally different. Me personally, I think that, you know, eight versus eight women's uh, arena is, is going to be the new thing for women, I think so. Um if we can make that happen, man, it, it'll be a, amazing. But um, but definitely, I mean, like I said, when when you're able to actually play the game that you love, do it in your own comfort and not have to worry about anything else, you're able to, you know, 
do everything you can and show every, everything on the field. And that's what we're here for, and that's what we did pretty much. Tashay, what what would you say of Legends Football League? Uh, you know, obviously it's got to be excellent coming in, in this next year, but what would you say of your time in, in Legends Football League? Did it actually grow you, uh, made you aware of certain things? Did it make you a better player? I mean, you're you're on a big stage. Uh, being in an arena, it's almost like being in a, you know, like men's arena football, right? You get to, you know, in front of 4,000 fans, 3,000 fans. I mean, that's a lot of people to, to view because when you go from the traditional women's game, you know, you're lucky if you get 1,000 fans in the stands. But in the yeah. NFL, you, have the, you get a couple thousand in there. Absolutely. Um, I definitely think that it, it improved my game. I mean, starting from the beginning, like I played football before the LFL, um, and it was completely different. Like I, I didn't know too much about football until I joined the LFL and was able to, you know, um, get the coaching from, from Michael Vera. He taught me the game in a whole other app to literally look at an NFL football game and know exactly what's going to happen before it happens. You know, and when you get that knowledge, it just opens the the NFL field and everything else, or even just the field in general. It just opens up and makes you see so many things differently. Um, so I would say that the LFL definitely helped me become the player that I am today. Um, if I mean, you probably don't even know this, but I mean, when we first started the LFL, I was actually just going to be a wide receiver, and it just so happened that um, the quarterback that was going to play for our team, she ended up tearing her ACL like a couple of weeks before our first football game. And it, and they were just like, hey, T, you're an athlete. You're going to have to do this. We don't have any other quarterbacks. And I pretty much just got thrown into the position. Um, right. So the first year, we looked lousy because, one, we, we didn't we didn't have the coaching back then. And then, two, it was just like one of those things we just got thrown into. So, But each year we got better and better. And then Michael Vera came into the program and just taught everybody that was in the program how to actually be football players. And that, as you can as you said before, you know, it made us all better, and it made the organization better, and made Texas get on the map. Tashay, what do you say of the uh, weapons that that you have, um, the Marshalls, the Lopez's, right, the the de- uh, the, the Downey sisters as well? Um, you got a lot, you got a lot of talented uh, players on on that acoustic team, um, and then now <laughs> most of these names are uh, on the invasion to go into 2021 in the WFLA. So does that excite you? Absolutely. Um, like you said, we did have the Dowdy Twins, and everybody knows about the Dowdy Twins. And if you don't know them, but I'm pretty sure just watch any type of film, and you'll know exactly who they were mm-hmm. after that. Um, but the weapons that I have, like Leilani, Cassandra, you know, Michelle, Kendria, oh, my gosh. Like every every single team that I played on, when I even when it comes to flag, when it comes to – you know, tackle football, we always find a way to dominate with each other. And I feel like that's amazing because you don't really get too many teams where you just continue to play with the mm-hmm. same people over and over and over again. You know, so many mm-hmm. people jump teams, so many people go to different places. But when you have a core group of people and you continue to work hard, it makes the game just that much better. Um, oh, I got to give a shout out Skyler. Oh, my gosh. So this is my first year actually playing with uh, Skyler. And mm-hmm. this lady is a beast. I've never met anyone in my entire life that could actually play any any position and, and just be great at it. No matter where you put her at, she knows the game. She knows how to actually do what she has to do, and she she goes off. And uh, I don't know if you actually got an opportunity to see the championship game for the IWFA. Um, she was the one pretty much making all the touchdowns. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Her. <laughs> she is very talented. Very talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the WFLA, though, like, 
um, we do have all of those names all entering into the WFLA. And just with those names, I know the, this league is going to be amazing when it actually jumps off. Um, you know, everyone's been wanting that opportunity to, you know, play at the highest level, get paid to do that, and at the same time, you know, just get to play in front of people. We want that as women. That's what we work for. Um, and maybe it will even open up more doors for, you know, the younger generation. Because um, I know that now they have uh, flag football going on right now for uh, the younger generation, some college stuff going on, but for the WFLA. And I know that all the girls that you named are excited as well. We talk about it all the time. Um, this is going to be amazing. I'm excited about it. To Shay, I mean, the just the, the part of not – I don't even think it's, it's the pay part. Just the fact that you're going to be part of this – organization that is driving for that you know logistically they have to put it together it's it's a it's a laboring thing if you really think about um most football most football leagues usually are into the okay let's put the the best product on the field right let's try to get some butts in the seats but the way you know when i talk to brandon shelby the commissioner and obviously the vision that lupe rose has this is a, a a real serious business mentality because you gotta you gotta get, you know, the money to be basically at the front of everything to make all the pay happen, and then on top of that, you gotta make it happen in terms of you know revenue for stadiums and I mean there's a lot of logistics that have to happen where a lot of people are not aware of this because we've been doing it the other way for 50 years and nothing's mm-hmm. really changed in 50 years, and now they come in and give us this, you know, vision of, hey, it's going to be a real, you know, pay league that's going to pay the players, uh, no different than an XFL or a USWSFL, right, or any of the other men's leagues that always pop up with um, trying to get exposure. Um, now you also put together not just a U.S. North America of a pool of rostering, you got a lot of international interests. you got girls from South America, Europe, uh, Guam, there's just a lot of girls that are really going to drive this league. Once it launches in May, if it's successful, which we hope it will, this is going to be an eye-opening and a game-changer. Absolutely. There's going to be so many girls coming out of the woodworks. (laughs) And the fact that, you know, to me, I feel like this is bringing all the leagues together in one. Because, I mean, you have people from all the leagues that that we have out there, you know, from seven versus seven, eight versus eight, flag football, rugby, you know, all of the girls are getting the opportunity to play together. And I think this is going to be amazing. One, because, you know, a lot of people haven't seen what's, what's overseas. I have the opportunity because I play flag for the uh, WFFN USA, and I've gotten the opportunity mm-hmm. to play flag football, you know, in different countries and things. Um, but it's totally different when it comes to tackle. And a lot of girls haven't seen what, you know, the other countries have had uh, talent-wise in, in tackle. And I, I think we get the opportunity to do that. And we get to bring USA and all the other countries together and play in one one big, you know, one big game. And I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm excited to see the competition. I'm excited to see how each team, you know, prepares to bring the best competition possible and product possible. Because I mean, at the end of the day, the only way that this will be successful is the is if the product is what it needs to be. Football and no other interruptions that we'll be able to provide that great product on the field and everybody will love it. Because we do have talent. Yeah, the, anticip- the anticipation is really about high-caliber football. And if we can just, dis- you know, if, if the league can display a good competitive, you know, week-to-week kind of matchups, uh, I think it will be very successful. I mean, look at the XFL in only, what, six weeks? 
and everybody was starting to dive into it, right? Starting to realize, okay, this could be an alternative to the NFL, right? An alternative to the college scene, things like that. So it's going to take a little bit of you know, normality for us to get back to normality for this, this 2020, <laughs> oh my God, this nightmare of 2020, if you want to call it that. Uh, we were ready for 2020. <laughs> this was going to be the biggest breakout year for women's tackle football. You know, we were going to like WNFC, WFA, WFLA. I mean, it was going to be the year of, hey, the women's tackle game was going to be elevated to another visible state. And it just uh, mm-hmm. obviously didn't happen. But shout out to you and your teammates plus all the other teams in the IWFA for giving us football on the women's side because you guys did an amazing job the whole season just giving us some sort of, uh, you know, uh, hunger for it. Absolutely. Well, shout out to you for, for allowing me to have this opportunity to, you know, speak on your platform. Oh, no, it's, it's my honor to say I've, I've seen you play for a long, long time. This is a, a great honor for me to talk to you and, uh, and, and get your, you know, pick your brain as well. Um, Tashay, you you think? Uh, I talked to Terrence Haywood. I've talked to Rod. Okay, um, I, I'll just say they're not Mitchell Mortaza. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, do you do you really see this I eight, this intense eight? Because I mean, I mean, when I when I heard that, I talked to him, and I'm sitting right there. I'm like, I I told him a couple what a year ago or two years ago. I talked to both of them, and I said, if you guys can put the same concept and put it in arena style, right, and with competitive players, you you will get a fan base. It's just the way it's got to be. People will dive into a fan base. And what better way to do it than you, what you said earlier, let's take the best Texas girls and let's show the world what football is all about. And I think that's going to work. I do too. <laughs> Rod Green is a genius who wanted to get things done for women's football. Um, this I-8, I feel, me personally, I feel like this is going to be the new game, the new it for women, um, you know, on top of 11s and stuff like that. But, I mean, this is different. Just such a different aspect of football for us. Um, one, you know, it's pretty much like a mixture of 11s and, 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 and LFL. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. But it, it, doesn't, mm-hmm. it comes with, you know, the best athletes versus the best athletes on top of not having to worry about, you know, being in skippy uniforms. So that's going to bring out – just not having to be in skippy uniforms is going to bring out the, the best athletes out there because, you know, most people are worried about how they look in a uniform. But if you're comfortable in, in what you're wearing, you, you're going to play to the best of your ability. What I have no worry about anything. So just that, like I said, it's not, this is such a mixture of 11s and, and LFL. I feel like this is like the new it. I'm excited. I really am. I mean, on top of Just that, say, you know, like. Do you think the, the additional man makes it better? Like, you know, you have seven on seven, but you had one more player on there. I think it really makes it better because it makes it competitive. Yeah. Where on seven, mm-hmm. it's kind of lopsided. If you get an advantage, you got a faster team, you got a slower trend team, it just becomes too much blowouts. But in eight, it really puts it onto a kind of even playing field. And then the fields are shorter. And you played in the arena, right? The arenas, I mean, it's really, it's really compressed. Like you said, there's, if you've got two good teams, there's going to be no give. And that makes it so exciting because yeah. it's competitive. Well, the reason I say that it's like a mixture of 11s and, and arena, well, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in, in the LFL, you have that three-yard advantage um, mm-hmm. that, you know, defense has to be off three yards. But in this one, it's 
everybody's straight up, like, let's go, you know? So it's pretty much power versus power on top of using speed, on top of it's pretty much a mixture of everything. So, like, that's why I said this is going to be the new it, because um, it does have a, the best of both worlds, you know? All right, so I'm going to throw it out there right now. Um, you're on videos, Lalani's on videos, Michelle's on videos, and I have to laugh because he's still recycling these old players, and there's like this X League is going to start off, and there's like no quality player that we we know of. Um, so that's one thing I told Terrence. If you know, we're going to go into this promo mode, right? Because you got to do promotions, right? Your name, everybody else's, everybody else that was a, a no name in in uh, LFL, now is going to be an intense eight. I, I just think it's going to be a no brainer for fans to go uh, to see Renfries now playing over here. I'm going to go see her. See what I mean? It's like now you, yeah. the hardcore LFL fan might just convert over without having to have, like you said, the uniform intangible or dealing with that other aspect of it. Uh, I really think that that there's an opportunity for to be an. Uh, I wouldn't say successful in the first year, but there's an opportunity for it to get to a level to where it becomes successful to your point, because it's going to be such a high, high uh, motivated game versus what they were used to uh, in terms of the legends football league uh, rules and all that. Absolutely. Um, Like I said before, I mean, I mean, you probably don't even know this, but a lot of us, we actually have like a following that follows us to each league. It doesn't matter what we're playing from flag to, Mm -hmm. you know, arena eight, to anything like we have an actual following that actually every league that we possibly can play in so I mean like if that's happening to me I know me personally it happens so I know if it's happening to me then I'm pretty sure it's happening to everyone else too so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> well the gravitation you know the fan pool of gravitation people are going to go exactly because you know it's just like the NFL right Dak uh, Prescott moves on from the Cowboys and goes to let's say Washington if you're a Dak, uh, Dak Prescott fan, you're a Dak, Dak Prescott fan. That's it. So if you take, to say Ripley, it doesn't matter whether you're in the WFLA or Intense 8 or the IWFA, right? Mm-hmm. It's going, which is a good point. Um, to say, what what have you attributed your career? Is it just the, the fact uh, that you've put in so much time? Year one was probably a wash, like you said, the intangibles there. But once you got going, um, you know, you start. We started to see it a different, a different player, a multiplayer too, because you're a wide receiver traditionally. Um, so now this element of uh, straight 11s in WFLA, this is going to be interesting because it's something new for you at the same time, but also it's something unique where you know it's an opportunity to really devote yourself because if you want it to be successful in terms of the league and get paid, uh, every every player is going to have to really put in a little bit more time. And, and Hello? Yeah. Okay. Can you hear <laughs> Sorry, me? You, you, uh, yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, okay. so, I mean no. – I think that, I mean, the first year uh, when I first played, you know, the first year was just one of those, like, I never played this before. Let's see what it's all about. Um, And then, you know, from that year, it also was a point to prove everybody wrong because at the point, you know, my first year, they were just like, oh, he's not going to be too much of anything. You know, I had Mitch Martaza just talking so much noise about Mm -hmm. me often. Um, So it got to a point where I'll just, I'm always the type of person that if you think something, then I'm going to prove you wrong, you know? Um, so I had that in my mentality 
every time that I would go out to the field and train with with my girls, um, just to prove him wrong, just to prove people, you know, show that I'm actually an athlete and I can do anything that I put my mind to. So I made that happen. Um, but after that, it was more of me just being a student of the game. Um, I have to give a shout-out to Michael Vera, um, Matthew Washington. They, These mm-hmm. two guys did everything possible to – anytime I would probably have conversations in the middle of the night, freaking 2 o'clock in the morning, we'll be talking football. Um, and they did everything possible to make sure that I was successful anytime that I was put in a position. And I have to always – I'll always be thankful for, for them because they literally did everything possible to so – that, I mean, I just had – great amazing teammates ones that they wanted to be the best and they wanted me to be the best as well so we pretty much motivated each other um and I don't know if you know this but I'm your like my last year playing for the LFL the year that I played receiver I actually was planning to retire um I was going to hang shoes up because I felt like it was time for me to have a baby and start a family and everything um but it just got to the point like I, I was offered to you know try to play for the IWFA. It was like, come on, just try one time to see if you like it, you know. Um, so I was like, okay, fine. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and do that. And Was, it, was this, was this Mama again. Marshall? Was this Mama Marshall no, coming no, up no, to you? No, and- <laughs> <laughs> no it, it actually was Rod Green. I mean, he was just like, yo, like, really? you have to try it out. You never tried it. Yeah. Um, he was like, you have to try it out. You never tried it before. Just give it an opportunity. So, I mean, give it a try. And I was just like, okay, I'll try it out. And then after that, like, I literally, not only was I surrounded with a group of ladies that wanted to work hard, didn't feel entitled, wanted to bust their butt for everything, but I had a great coaching staff as well that wanted to make sure that we were successful as well. So we did everything possible from the coaching to the to the girls to, you know, train hard, get better, learn more about the game. And literally, they're the reasons why I'm still going to play now because after that, I also got an opportunity to play for the WFLA as well. So now I'm excited about this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it's the news that you're going to go, I think it's San Diego, am I correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, so the the news that you are going to go to San Diego Tritons, um, that's pretty awesome. Uh, you also get to, you also get the teammate that you face across the, across the, uh, the battleground this weekend, Lexi DeMeo. So, uh, that's pretty nice, I guess. You'll yeah. see each other we actually, in San Diego. Yeah, we, we, we kind of had that uh, <laughs> we, we had that uh, mentality once we, we figured out that we were both be on the same team. We was like, okay, well, this is cool. Uh, we'll see, you know, and, and everybody loves competition. And you want to – I feel like in order to, you know, be the best, you have to beat the best. And um, just opportunities like that show us, one, what we need to work on, two, that – there's competition out there, so we got to work hard for it. And I feel like, you know, come training camp time, like it's going to be great that we get to compete against each other. Yeah, it's just a talent. I mean, you're talented. She's talented. She's done it a long time. You've been playing a couple seasons now too as well. So it just, you know, it'll make the team and the squad a lot better. And she's multitasked just like you are. So, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, if you're going to be a, re- a receiver, you're going to be a receiver, right? If she's going to be a receiver or whatever it's going to be. Uh, running back or whatever. So uh, I think it's just the, the attitude is, you know, for the team and make it successful. Ultimately, you know, the product on the field is what we're looking at, right? We can have Absolutely. all the talented players on the, on the planet, but if if we blunder the product on the field, then that's one of the things that's not going to, you know, elevate 
or even bring awareness. We got to bring awareness to competitive football as um, I've talked to Terrence and, and Rod before, and that's literally what you want, right? You want competitive matches. Uh, you don't want any blowouts. You want some real uh, hardcore battles. Uh, the fans really dive into that, either defensive battles. Um, and, uh, you faced those this weekend, right? The, the, the Sin City defense, you got faced mm-hmm. front and center. Uh, Lexi obviously saw the, the uh, Ravens defense as well. So it was a really competitive game on both sides. Offensively, there was, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, wiggle room for both sides. But ultimately, well, somebody's got to score the, the final sc- shot instead of you guys. So, um, Tishay, what do you say of, like, your career now, WFLA? Um, what do you think of it? Like, another season or two? If it's successful, you think you're going to make it a little longer term? Or have you even thought that far? Yeah, I actually have. <laughs> um, I, I do plan to. I mean, if it's successful, then I, I do plan to play a few years in it. Um, then eventually, you know, work my way and become as knowledgeable as possible to maybe even become a coach. Hopefully that's, the, you know, the long-term goal. Um, because I would like to, you know, teach other girls everything that I've learned and be that mentor that I have had out of, you know, Michael Vera and, and Matthew Washington. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to learn. And I'm down to actually be, one, be the student and, and eventually hopefully become the teacher. You, got, you, you know, you're very inspirational because you got a lot of following uh, from your LFL days. So, uh, like I told Rod before, a lot of the players, like to your point before, you know, you have fans already, uh, which makes it really nice for both leagues, for the I-80, uh, I-8 Intense League and for your debut in the WFLA. So that's going to be really exciting to kind of dive in to see, you know, where the fans show up at this point. Hopefully we have no COVID-19 restrictions. Um, you know, lift those up, and hopefully we'll, you know, we get a couple thousand fans in the stands uh, in normal stadiums. Even even our normal stadium, uh, it would be nice to have that 4,000, 6,000 um, fan base just to start with because that will create a lot of interest and, and buzz. Um, how was the uh, Las Vegas day after the game? Was it great? Oh, absolutely. We partied like no other. <laughs> no, it was um, it was more of a, like, we we really didn't have time to celebrate our championship. So sure. with us having to win that championship and also win the Las Vegas game, uh, we pretty much took advantage of being in Las Vegas. We got to see the strip and, and see what Vegas is all about. I mean, we really couldn't do too much because everything was closed down still. Um, but we did as much as we could. Now, um, you have uh, an opportunity going forward here in 2021. Um, we got the first The first game is going to be, I think, Los Angeles against uh, Dallas. We don't know what the schedule looks like right now. But um, San Diego is not bad, by the way. It's a nice coastal town. Uh, are you moving there temporarily or – have you figured out how that's going to work out for you? Or are you just doing like the LFL with just swing in uh, a couple of days a week and then fly back on a frequent mile mentality? No, they're definitely not allowing us to just swing back and forth. We It's going to be a full-time job for us. Um, cool. They are wanting us to actually, you know, stay down there. So that way we can get everything done, you know, really like a, a real training camp. Um, mm. That way we've become familiar with what's going on, you know, on the offense and defensive side, um, get familiar with our teammates and our coaches. So I feel like this is going to be a great, 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 great opportunity. Um, 
and I'm like I said, I'm I'm excited to actually start it. Like I, I want to get it done. I want to get it started already. <laughs> One because like I said, well, I get course. excited when You're I learn itching. new things. <laughs> yeah, I get excited when I learn new things. So like, this is this is different, something different for me. But I, I feel like you know, like I said, I, just like everything in life that I have to deal with. Like if I put my mind to it, then I, I'm gonna make it happen. So, um, I, I'm just ready to actually get it started already. All right. Uh, how's your other half? Is she excited or is she hanging out in Texas and letting you go and and you're just going to just <laughs> hang out there for a little while? <laughs> no, she's not excited because I do have to leave her for that time period because, um, you know, she, she has a job in, in Texas, so she can't really just up and leave. Um, so she's not excited about that, but she knows that it's all love and she, she knows that I'm doing something that I love and she's, she's here to support me in every aspect like she always does. So she's okay, but she's not. <laughs> I know she's done so much good stuff too. And on the background, you know, when she was in with the Absolutely. acoustics and stuff, I know, I know she busted her butt a lot. So, you know, shout out to her for doing all that. Um, Absolutely. What do you, are you quitting your job at this point? You're going on a leave of absence. I, I spoke to well, a lot of me. players and they're like, that's a thought process, Oscar. I got to literally think about that. <laughs> because if it's a bust, right, you got to come back to something to hold on to. But if it's successful, then you're going to go, okay, well, that was a great move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I mean, that's the hard thing. But me, personally, I actually do contract work. I'm a personal mm-hmm. protection officer. So, like, I mm-hmm. do bodyguard work, and I can pre- pretty much pick up clients whenever I need to. Um, but if I just had a regular job, it will be really, really, really complicated because the unknown is, is what kills all of us. Like, we don't want to sure. just jump head first into the situation, especially those that have careers, and then – you potentially lose your career because you're having to leave for this time period and this long period of time. So I get it. <laughs> I definitely get it. Yeah. I mean, there's, but let's there's a lot of, a, a lot of questions to, to make my own schedule. A lot of players in that regard too. There was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of what ifs, right? Um, so it's, it's, it's tempting in one side, right? You're like, I'm going to go. And then I have other players that I've talked to and said, you know what, I'm going to hold off and see how they do first and then figure out if I want to like, you know, commit and change my whole my uh, whole you know world to try out for a roster or whatever. So there's still a wait and yeah. see, I guess, for, for some and others are just like ready to go into it, you know, ready to rock to take care of it. Um, mm-hmm. Jay, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, wanted to get you on, give your uh, you know your shout out for the great performance that you had in Vegas against Sin City, and um, you know your team on the championship win. And, and, on, and also as well. So you guys are really, really awesome. And, you know, shout out to you and all, everything in the Ravens. I mean, I've talked to, I talked to Michelle <laughs> and well, who better to talk to than Michelle Marshall. Michelle was just kick-ass, badass. Um, yeah. She's, she's <laughs> done such an amazing job. You know what I mean? And she does so much on the, Absolutely. on the background side, not just on the field too, you know, credit to her for doing all that stuff to you know, help out everybody in general. So the mama Marshall, as she says, everybody calls her yeah she's definitely mama marshall <laughs> yeah um so to say wfla in 2021 and 10th eight in 2021 how will you juggle that is that going to be like before the wfla kicks off is that what we're working towards here in terms of the schedule or is it going to be like um, one weekend in the wfla and one weekend in the intense or do you even know it all uh, see i have no idea oh <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I would love to play for the I-8 and, you know, be able to do both. Um, but I am not sure that I would even be – I don't know if I can do it. 
So it's, it's going to be yeah. a matter of pretty much finding out what the the schedule is going to be for the WFLA and finding out what the schedule is going to be for the Intense 8 and then seeing if yeah. I can juggle both. Because I would love to play for both. I mean, both are great organizations. Um, Rod is amazing. Um, Coach Duncan for San Diego Trident is, is amazing as well. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to go where <laughs> where, where we're going to get, you know, the most out of everything. Situated, so, yeah. We'll see. Tashe, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. It's an honor uh, to speak to you today. Really appreciate it. You've done some amazing things so far, and we expect nothing less in the WFLA 2021 season. And then also, you know, hopefully we're going to get to that stage where we might see you in IAs, but if we don't, here's a pioneer. You're sort of a pioneer to bring that that the type of style of play into uh, the arenas. And what better way? I mean, when I saw the schedule to say, and Rod puts up every market in the LFL, and I said, okay, now now we're serious. <laughs> well, now we're serious. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like yeah. exhibition, you know, all Texas girl showcase. I mean, and then it's in every LFL market. Okay, all right. Now, now this is this is real. Uh, I hope I hope Mitchell's watching because uh, he's got to step up his game up, and no more hyping. Because once you guys money. once you guys hit the field, you know, once you guys hit the field, and, and it, it it looks like you, to your point, it's really good quality football. Um, people might think twice about even watching the X League at this point. So we'll see. We will see. Definitely. I yeah, think it's gonna be. We will see. I think it's gonna freaking flourish. It's gonna go go great. Like I haven't. Y'all have no idea what you're in for. <laughs> no, I've watched I, I've watched a couple of video highlights from all your games in terms of the uh, IWFA. So, you know, you convert that to an arena because you guys are on grass, right? Just makeshift grass and and, yeah, and lines play. and stuff. Yeah, we turf field sometimes too. Right, and so you know, once you put it on the enclosure mentality, I think I think the fanfare will come. It will be nice. Uh, it's going to be like uh, I told him before. This would be con- this is going to be considered true women's arena football, and that right there will be a game changer for anybody to watch because it's going to be interesting. It's gonna, everybody's going to be eye open to that and like, what is that? Right? They're going to be questioning it, and they're going to try to dive into it. Um, so really, really excited for that. And I know they're working, you know, busting their butts behind the scenes to get it, make it happen. So I'm uh, looking forward to you in there if that's the case. But very excited that you're going to be uh, in San Diego for the inaugural. 2021 WFLA season, and uh, of course, some green coming into your pocketbook doesn't hurt either. <laughs> yeah, that won't hurt. <laughs> no, that won't hurt either. Can I, can I, can I please give a shout out to sure um, Fierce Beauties and Texas Girls Tackle Football League? Um, these are mm-hmm. two leagues um, that are have been started for young ladies. Um, you know, we have our women's leagues, but this is for the young generation that's going to be eventually being where we're at right now. So I wanted to give a, a huge, huge, huge shout-out to these two leagues. Um, the leagues are ran by um, Marisa Goldstein and, and Skyler. And I, I, I think this, those two leagues are going to, you know, pretty much help everybody else in, in the long term, you know, in the young generation in the long term, to, to be the players that we are right now, you know. So I just have no, to give a shout-out before we got It's off. like the Utah Girls <laughs> Tackle Football League and the uh, league in, in Canada, the Manitoba Girls Football League, too. And um, – so there's a, there's a lot of other you know people that are making things happen for our feeder system too because we need a feeder system to your point right we need to bring and inspire mm-hmm. the next generation of you know uh, junior or junior varsity in the high school realm I don't know if you heard me say earlier but 
you know, Utah's fighting that fight right now in the lawsuit. It's going to be going on this, 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 I think this month to where they want to incorporate, you know, uh, girls, high, girls uh, football in the high schools uh, statewide. So, you wow. know, they win that. If they win that, then it's, it's kind of a, a storm, right? It's going to hit the storm where maybe it's going to be the next, next debate is going to be in Texas. And then you got Florida, which already has, um, you know, high school flag football. Um, I think the NAIA oh my gosh, that's gonna be so situation big. with, you know, the college thing, I think that's mm-hmm. once it becomes reality and one season in, I think people were really going to gravitate and be aware of the fact that there's already talented flag, female flag football players nationwide. And then, you know, Florida, California, Texas, there's just, a, there's a basically already in existence. Like in Florida, it's a normal, right, to have girls, girls flag football. But other states, you don't have that. Speaking so of, we're still, you know, there's still a little bit of work girls to do. Football, um, there's a team called Texas Fury. If no one mm-hmm. has, has ever got the opportunity to see them play, you should. Um, this is one of the teams that is full of girls, but they actually compete against the boys. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've seen them in a few of the women's tournaments. Uh, these girls are, I think, range from like 11 to like 17. Um, but these girls are some beasts. So, I mean, hopefully they do get the opportunity to, you know, talent here in Texas, like in something like NAIA or something like that. But mm-hmm. they're they're great. Like, I can't wait to see what they do in the long term. Yeah, I know. And it's, it takes, a, it takes a, a, you know, an opportunity like to your, you know, Fierce Beauties, like you said, the Texas Girls Football, Football League as well. That's going to be sort of a, a firecracker starter to maintain it. And then it feeds into the 11s or feeds into the I-8s or feeds into the IWFA, right? Um, and, or mm-hmm. even to the NAIA, which is really exciting to have that. Um, so I really, really thank you for coming on and making the time for me. I know you're busy and everything, so I really, really appreciate it. I know I reached out, and I, everybody was like, you got to get to Shay on. got to get to Shay on because we get a lot <laughs> of direct messages from, you know, all, all, our, all our viewers on our fan page, um, over 25,000 now. Uh, you know, dived into women's tackle football. So everybody's like, hey, you got to get him in. You got to get Marshall's in. You got to get Tache in there. And I'm like, okay, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And here we are. So we got you <laughs> on 337 here. So you are loved and uh, you got a lot of fanfare. So that's got to be good for you. Uh, and, and considering you're going to that next stage, which is in uh, 2021. So you're going to have a following already. That's great. Well, I thank you again. I appreciate the opportunity that you've given me again to be on your platform. Um, and I think, I mean, I, I'm so modest, like I don't know, <laughs> but I think all the fans, the ones that I do know and the ones that I don't, um, just thank, thank everybody. I mean, anyone that has ever had any type of, you know, vision for me, anybody that ever believed in me, like I, I appreciate y'all to the fullest and I'm, I'm doing this for y'all and, you know, for my family as well, but mostly y'all because y'all give me motivation to do that. So I'm forever grateful. Thank you, guys. Yeah, no, no, you're awesome talent. So uh, thanks for making the time. Hopefully, we can chat uh, before the, you know, the 2021 kickoff here. Once the schedule is put in place, and we can kind of talk what ifs, right? Because uh, you're in San Diego. Uh, that little team that uh, apparently Lupe Rose has, LA Fame, is going to be your rival. So <laughs> we'll see oh, yeah. how that <laughs> turns out. Smack talk, right? As they say, once you get going. But uh, hopefully, it's all good. Uh, they get they kick off first, as far as we know right now, and they're going to take on Dallas. So 
Uh, hopefully that game is going to be really awesome. And a lot of a lot of the players on both of those teams are really outstanding athletes too. So once the final rosters are put in place, um, my uh, crew down here, <laughs> they're waiting to dissect like we would do the NFL season kickoff before, you know, like who's on what roster, what, who's the quarterback. Uh, we're, we're just waiting for that moment, right? We're like geeks over here, football geeks. We're like, who's, who's on what roster and what, who's going to get the edge. Uh, so hopefully we get to that level and then fantasy football hopefully comes with that. So that'll be awesome. So, uh, but you know, awesome. that's how it works out here when you're a football junkie. Well, I'm telling you now, be on the lookout for San Diego Trident because we got a group of ballers. <laughs> You guys have no idea who on the roster, but when you do, you're going to be like, okay. Yeah, no, it's it. I think every team uh, that I started kind of just jotting down on a notepad and I got like, I don't know, 20 pages now. Uh, I got everybody that's been announced that goes onto it. I mean, uh, there's, there's a lot of talent from everywhere. So it's just a matter of chemistry and putting it together with the coaching staff. And, at that point, it's going to be really interesting to see which team stands out and which teams are going to be a, a little bit of a powerhouse. So it's really awesome. So, Tashay, thanks again for making the time. Safe travels out there if you're traveling. And then uh, stay COVID-free. Appreciate it. And ho- ho- looking forward to having another chat before the 2021 WFLA season kicks off. All right, man. Thank you, man. Have a good day. Thanks. Have a great night. All right, guys, to Shea Winfrey, former LFL superstar of the Austin Acoustics and IWFA multi-time champion with the Austin Ravens. Uh, she is an amazing athlete. Like she said, she's progressed every year. She's played flag at a high level. She's going to be in the intense eight, hopefully, at this point. Uh, but if not, she's definitely going to the WFLA San Diego Tritons and uh, be competitive there as well. And I think she's going to do very, very well. She's very motivated and really focused. And uh, she's obviously very competitive, and she's shown that in the IWFA. So it's interesting to see how that's going to evolve uh, going forward in terms of the new league branching out and its success as well. Um, We're going to try to get Rod Green in here to kind of give us an idea of what it is in 10th 8 and what's the concept what is going to be the goal questions that we would have. We had Terrence Haywood in here. Um, and so we're going to try to get Rod in here to kind of give us what the intense eight exhibition season for 2021 is going to look like. So he can give us an idea of what this game is going to be, some of the rules that they're going to put in place to make it competitive and high, high quality football. So as, as to mentioned there, getting to another level and I think it's going to be an attractive uh, style of play in terms of women's arena football, true women's arena football. And there's going to be some pay scales there too, from what my understanding is. So we could see the I eight be the first league to pay players before the WFLA does officially. So that could be a game changer for a lot of people. And maybe some people will think twice about doing 11s and maybe going into the uh, intense eight format in the future. All right. Uh, Super series coming up week three here. 9-12, September 12th, don't miss it, Orlando versus champions, Karlstad Crusaders, and Sydney Green, Gabby Knobs, uh, Linda Johansson and company taking on Orlando. Orlando coming off that 7-0 shutout, very tough battle against Orwell Black Knights. So we'll get to, get to see the action there uh, as soon as we get the link and where we're going to actually view it. We'll get it posted for you at this point, but it'll be Orlando Jets, uh, 1-0, and taking on Karlstad, 
obviously 1-0, undefeated here, and we'll see who takes the loss. And the champs are ready to roll with the Brit squad. Uh, week three, Division One, uh, also in, in terms of Sweden, and this is in the Division One category, and it's going to be Vasteras, uh, Rodiers versus Stockholm Mean Machines. Uh, both are undefeated into the season here as well. So we'll see who takes the, uh, the win here, and we'll get the details as well on the previews. And then also in the South, Division South, Gothenburg will take on John Coping. And then Linham, Griffins will take on Kristen's dad, Predators. So that's going to be the next matchup there, and we'll keep tabs on that. And in the Czech Republic, uh, Week 2, Prague Black Cats will be taking on the Warsaw Sirens. Warsaw coming off that 68-18 uh, to 18 loss to the champion Brno Amazons. And then the debut of the Prague Harpies taking on Ginseng Windstorms as well in the Czech Republic. So week one in Czech Republic, courtesy of Fox Agency, you saw the game there at the hub at facebook.com forward slash Grand Beauties. Bruno, uh, Brno Amazons 68-18 victorious over Warsaw Siren. It was a rematch of last year's Rose Bowl. Um, and then the Prague Black Cats, big shutout, 58-0 against the brand-new uh, uh, debut of the Jensen Windstorms, so they're going to be on there as well. If you missed the article of uh, by women uh, by uh, Global Women's Sports Radio, uh, the interview was with Michelle Marshall. It's also at the Hub. And t- today uh, till Thursday, I really want you guys to focus. I need everybody to go to the Hub at the pin. There is the Luis Cook. Um, uh, Miss Fitness contest that she's in right now, and it ends uh, the set, uh, quarterfinals ends on Thursday, so you can vote once a day. There's five. There's about 8,200 8, fans on our page. If everybody votes once a day, we will get Louise to the semifinals, which start on the 10th. So, and if you want to do warrior votes, which is basically if you want to pay for a vote. Well, you can wait. I think it's tomorrow for two. Every vote is two dollars. As an example, that's 25 votes. You would get her basically 50 uh, 50 votes in that regard. So I want to encourage everybody to go to the the page at the hub at facebook.com forward slash grand beauties. You can go and there's the uh, pin tab, Louise Cook, and she's on the, the contest for the Miss uh, Miss Fitness Contest, you can vote between now and Thursday, once a day. So once again, let me repeat this. Once a day you can vote, and there's 8,200 people that follow our page. There's no reason that one of you guys cannot vote over the hill and get her into the semifinals, which is on September 10th. So please go to the hub. Put in your vote once a day. We can vote once for once every 24 hours. So once every 24 hours, just make sure you put a reminder on your phone. Whatever you need to do, just get her. Let's get her over the top. So Louise Cook vote uh, votes once a day till Thursday. So check it out there. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Born uh, Born to Play. If you missed it, it, was on the third hour of the Today Show. You can go back and play it once again there, and just click on the link up there, and they were. Uh, basically hosted by Dylan Dreyer uh, of the third hour with the Today Show as well. And then um, Jennifer King uh, off NFL.com. 
So you can get the interview there by uh, MJ Acosta. And congratulations to MJ Acosta as well because she becomes the host on the NFL Network of NFL Total Access. Shout out to her. Awesome job. And she's going to be great. We know it already. You can also go to uh, For the Fans. Uh, For the Fans uh, previewed Boston versus Calgary. You can do the replay there at For the Fans as well on their Facebook page as well. So there's a lot of things happening in women's American football, and the only place you need to be is at the Hub, the best network on the planet. i got to say it very slow. The best network on the planet is at the Hub at Facebook.com for Beauty. So don't miss it there. And then we got NFL coming up here at 2020. Uh, we got bowl predictions, CBSSports.com. We also have fantasy predictions from, uh, as well from ESPN.com. And then we got the link there for the schedule for, uh, from SportingNews.com. We'll go, dive into the NFL next Tuesday as we get closer to kickoff for the 2020 seasons. Check it out there. We'll go into some predictions as well in that regard. We'll, hopefully we'll get our co-host back at this point next week. But um, we'll dive into anyways if they're not here or not. So um, what a great interview with Tashay Winfrey today. Looking forward for her to debut in the WFLA 2021 with the San Diego Tritons. Also looking forward to see if she's going to appear in the intense eight exhibition season for 2021. So we'll check out and see if that's all going to happen or not. Um, also, the WNFC announces a brand, brand new revamp. Uh, it is uh, a new tagline as well, and the reimagined clothing line. You get the hoodie there right now. Uh, there was a Labor Day sale also uh, with some leggings that just introduced there as well. So check out WNFC on Facebook, WNFC Football on uh, IG, and you get the latest uh, updates there as well. Uh, you can also um, give, let's give a shout-out also to Selena Graves, who uh, was former WFA San Diego Surge and then uh, WNFC San Diego Rebellion athlete, and she is into the semifinals of the America's Got Talent. So uh, she, shout out to Selena Graves, what an amazing voice, and she is into the semifinals. So if you didn't, if you missed it, you obviously weren't at the hub. So that's where you got to be at the hub, facebook.com forward slash Great Honor Beauties. Uh, invite your friends. It's really quick to do, quick invite. They like the page, they come on, or if they don't, they can follow one or the other, like or follow. We will take it, okay? So bring more awareness to women's American football. All right, the Unfilled Documentary, one more time, by Sam, Sammy Grisafi, will be uh, featured at the Austin Film Festival. So jot it down October 22nd, and we'll keep tabs on it as well, of course, because that's what we do. And we'll get excited about that as well as hopefully it turns out as good or better than uh, any other documentary we've had so far. But, um, you know, uh, Born to Play, pretty awesome so we'll see how open field comes out in terms of the austin film festival so i think that's all we got today so i really appreciate uh to see coming in today we look forward to next week as we're talking closer to the nfl season we're also going to be talking uh sweden um football women's football we're going to be talking obviously the czech republic and we'll dive into all that and if you missed anything, like I said, go to the hub at facebook.com forward slash Grand Beauties. Check out our stuff at the No Joke Football Shop at zazzle.com forward slash Grand Beauties, up to 20% off. Uh, get a T-shirt under 20 bucks. Get a hoodie under 30 bucks. Just whatever you need to get out there. Let's sport it out. Um, make sure that you're sporting and wearing our stuff. It's a conversation starter. The moment somebody says, what is No Joke Football? 
that's your cue in to explain to them what women's tackle football is all about. So let's make sure we drive that force in. So check it out, up to 20% off at the No Joke Football Shop. So you can visit now at Zazzle.com forward slash Great Iron Beauties. So for the absent Holly Custis, the absent Nate Ward, and the absent Mackenzie Brooks, Oscar Lopez here. We'll catch you here on 338 next Tuesday. Have a great night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.